Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. Welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, June 30th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on a bipartisan infrastructure package in the House. Number two, there's going to be a vote today on the January 6th Select Committee on the House floor. And number three, an 87-year-old Chuck Grassley doing push-ups. Yes, you heard that right, push-ups. All right, Jake, let's talk about this number one story, the infrastructure package in the House. You guys caught up with DeFazio, the chairman of the House uh, Transportation Committee. What's happening there? Yeah, so two two interesting things at the top of our newsletter this morning that are worth uh, uh, digging into. Number one, we do not expect, based on our reporting, any more than 10, and that's even a high number, uh, people to uh, Republicans to vote for a bipartisan infrastructure deal when it gets to the House floor. So if it passes the Senate, do not expect any Republican support for it. That's the that's the reality Pelosi's got to work with. That's the reality she's got to contend with. That's what Democrats have to plan for at this point. Uh, that is a bit uh, it's that's a bit daunting, frankly, for for the Democratic Party because you know the thought is an, a a bipartisan infrastructure bill should be easy to pass. Nothing's easy anymore. That's number one. Number two, yes, caught up with uh, Peter DeFazio. Uh, DeFazio is has put together a a um, infrastructure package of his own, seven hundred fifteen billion dollars. That's going to hit the floor this week, uh, and he says, and he's been been saying this a lot recently, that his package, this infrastructure package, should be the basis for negotiation for this larger infrastructure deal. So, you know, Anna, I, I'd say the, the big takeaway here is um, I think that this that this infrastructure process is going to be a fall story in the House of Representatives and the Senate. I, I don't think we get to anything before that. And that means we're going to be wrapped up in this for the next six or so months. Yeah, I think the other thing I think is interesting just to point out, because we've talked about it here on this podcast quite a bit, is earmarks and the future of them, what they mean. The fact that this is the first bill with earmarks since the House brought them back this year uh, is something that's noteworthy. And certainly in terms of the business of Washington and how earmarks could potentially return in a bigger way, something interesting to watch uh, kind of playing out behind the scenes as well. That's right. And, um, you know, I, I I think that frankly earmarks are the um are the uh, uh the Advil to, to swallow with a tough with a tough bill um and you know it, it might make this marginally easier but let's put all the pieces together here so earmarks does not equal Republican support here and and DeFazio suggests that he's going to actually just pass the bill and we'll leave in Republican earmarks. So what? The, so it's actually not that helpful. Like, if you're not going to punish people for not voting for the bill and taking their earmarks out, then, like, what good are earmarks? Right. Just in the same sense as as, as just as we don't expect, uh, you know, 10 Republicans or, or less to vote for a broader, big, you know, big bipartisan infrastructure package. There's very there's going to be very few uh, Republicans, if any, who are going to vote for this infrastructure package uh, when it gets to the floor, despite the fact that there are earmarks there. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the day. The January 6th commission is on the floor today. It has been 175 days since the January 6th insurrection on the Capitol. And today the House is going to vote on establishing a select committee to investigate what happened. 
You'll remember a few weeks ago, uh, the Senate rejected, not resoundingly, but the Senate rejected a uh, legislation to create a commission. So now Pelosi's creating a select commission, a select commission, a select committee, rather, a select committee in the House of Representatives has, in this in this instance, has absolutely no deadlines here and has no, um, uh, Pelosi could select the people. She has an incredible control over the process. That's only because Republicans gave her this control by rejecting the other things. So, um, you know, I, I don't anticipate much, if any, Republican support on the House floor for this legislation. Um, and, but I do think Anna that that Pelosi is going to likely appoint uh, a Republican. Her her team has said that. Her uh, people, you know, her her aides have said that. So who is that person going to be? I think it's Liz Cheney. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to watch that. Certainly, what Republican does Pelosi, which it seems you know um, from behind the scenes, indicating that they're going to appoint someone. It could be a Liz Cheney. It could you know kind of a, a somebody else who's at least in the mix, and Adam Kingsinger, the Republican from Illinois, he's been very critical uh, of Donald Trump of late. I think the other two things to watch, um, what does Kevin McCarthy do in terms of naming Republicans to this committee? Uh, I think the expectation is that it will he'll take his time. He's, there's a, he's in no rush to certainly do that. But um, and, and then I think the other thing is, is who does she pick? Pelosi's been very quiet here in terms of who is actually going to chair the select committee. Uh, a lot of chatter about Benny Thompson, the chair of the Homeland Security Committee, but something to watch here because that will certainly set the tone in terms of how serious it is, how methodical it is. Is this just a sideshow or are they really going to get into the nitty gritty of what exactly happened and have it be less of a partisan uh, exercise and more of a real kind of committee that wants to do the work? That's right. I mean, I mean, listen, she ha- she'll have the votes to do. Democrats will have the votes to do whatever they want. Um, on the committee. Now, the downside to appointing a Republican is that they stray on some votes to um, uh, in the committee, although I, I, I believe the chair could just subpoena on its own without actually a committee vote. So I guess there isn't a ton of downside <laughs> here. But uh, but frankly, let's let's be clear, um, uh, you know, Cheney would probably line up with Democrats on most of this stuff anyway. All right, let's move on to the number three story, which is kind of a fun one. Um, (laughs) Chuck Grassley, I was senior Republican senator, 87 right now, running for re-election next year. He'll be 89 by election day. He was in Iowa yesterday doing a push-up competition. Jake, I don't even think I'd want to do a push-up competition, and I'm half his age. Well, he was doing a push-up competition with Tom Cotton. Um, and you know what they say, Anna, you don't find yourself in Iowa by mistake. Tom Cotton's going to run for president in 2024 because, you know, we just know he's going to because uh, that's what it seems like he's going to do. And they did 22 push-ups together. You know, yeah, I kind of think he. they're both – I mean – Grassley still runs. Dude is 87 years old and he still runs almost every day. Uh, Cotton is also a big runner. Um, so I don't know, a bunch of dudes in good shape. But this is the Senate. These dudes are so lame. I mean, like, whatever. <laughs> that, that, that's that's the takeaway. I don't know. I'll, I'll take it. You no, know? the takeaway is that that uh, I'm I'm impressed that a guy who's that age could do could do 22 push ups. I mean, 
I probably could do 22 push-ups, but I wouldn't want to do it in front of 200 people in, in at like a campaign event in public. I'd want to do it in my house so I could like moan and groan and not, you know, not look pretty while I do it. There you go. That's how we, that's how, that's the visual for this morning. All right. And, 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 so that's, much for... and, that, and that's where we end it, Anna, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with that visual for everybody. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also follow us. We'd appreciate it. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchable.news. Have a great day and stay safe.